everyone and welcome back to Motivation Suite, your dedicated source for all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. I am your host, April, and I'm so excited that you are tuning in today for another episode. Now, I have to say how much fun it was to have the hubby as my special guest on our last episode. I so recommend finding out more about our loved ones in a way that shares more of their individuality. You know, we are such a complex species, so um, it's just a little fun to get a little extra insight. And you know, you never know when you may need it in the future. (laughs) So let me ask you, how often do you have to adapt and overcome in life? I think I am virtually hearing you saying a lot. And isn't that something? Because I would say the same for me. Adapt and overcome is truly a way of life, isn't it? I mean, part of the human experience, if you will, which is a reason unto itself to fill up on the varied ways of how to do just that. So let's explore three useful ways to fuel us for continuing with adapting and overcoming. Useful way number one, adapting to the situation. Consider if you are able to make adjustments within yourself to better deal with the current situation. Because the truth of the matter is, there are times when we have to address situations we would rather not be involved in in the first place. So if there is a way to better adjust ourselves that aids us in a successful resolve to the situation, that would then be most helpful to what we're dealing with at that time. But I would caution that if a situation is not one that requires for you to be a participant and causes you to compromise your values, morals, or ethics, then choosing to abort the situation altogether would probably be for the best. You know, I always have to say, never compromise yourself in a way that weakens and or takes your power away. Remaining in a position of some form of control that works for your interests as well is always going to be key. Useful way number two, adjusting the situation. Consider if you can change the situation. This is naturally opposite of changing and or adapting yourself as this action requires looking at ways you can adjust the situation to your will. Make it an agreeable to your attributes for successfully resolving the situation. This allows for you to have a healthy level of control over the situation. An example could be putting things in place that make it much easier for you to address the task at hand or issue to resolve. And lastly, useful way number three, avoiding the situation. Consider if the situation is one you can remove yourself from without initial or further participation. The thing is that there are situations that you should just altogether not involve yourself with. So in this case, you may have to ask yourself some tough questions, especially if it may concern personal situations. However, even with that, you must evaluate and ascertain what you can or cannot should or should not hit yourself too. The bottom line is you must be aware of your strengths, your values, your morals, your ethics, and your belief system as it is 
with that you can, I believe, better determine which one of these three useful ways, adapting to the situation, adjusting to the situation, avoiding the situation, works best for the situation. Feel free to also check out sourcesofinsight.com for an additional sharing of these useful ways of adapting. What's that I hear? Oh, you would like to know the many signs of an adaptable person? Well, everybody, you are simply in luck. That's right. I'm going to share that with you. Now, I actually found a really great article from Forbes.com, which lays out, I would say rather nicely, the signs of an adaptable person. So go ahead, buckle up, buttercup, because I'm going to go ahead and run through these like nobody's business. So let's get to it. Sign number one of an adaptable person. Adaptable people experiment. To adapt, you must be open to change, which means you must have the will, emotional tolerance, mental fortitude, spiritual guidance to not only face uncertainty, but smack it in the face and press on. Next, adaptable people see opportunity where others see failure. To adapt is to grow, to change, and to change you must forego what you once believed to be right, classify it as wrong, and then adopt what you now believe to be the new right. If you don't, you stagnate. This is something that not only individuals but organizations struggle with. Habits that have defined their successes in the past rather than questioning whether or not those same habits will continue defining success in the future. Chances are they won't. So if they did, every company that failed to adapt to a new right, i.e. the new reality, would still be in business. Next, adaptable people are resourceful. You can take away a person's resources, but you can't remove resourcefulness. Rather than getting stuck on one solution to solve a problem, adaptable people have a contingency plan in place for when plan A doesn't work. Next, adaptable people think ahead always open to opportunity. Adaptable people are always on the lookout for improvement, minor tweaks that will turn ordinary into extraordinary because they're not married to the one size fits all solution. And next, adaptable people don't whine. If they can't change or influence a decision, they, yep, you guessed it, they adapt and move on. Next, adaptable people talk to themselves, mm -hmm, but not in a weird way. When they feel their blood pressure rising, their teeth coming together, and their fists clenching, they flip the mental switch through self-talk. Engaging in positive self-talk is the single greatest habit you can learn for yourself. Amen, amen to that. Next, adaptable people don't blame. They're not a victim to external influences because they're proactive. To adapt to something new, you must forego the old. Adaptable people don't hold grudges or excuse blame needlessly, but instead absorb, understand, and move on. Next, adaptable people don't claim fame. They don't care about the limelight because they know it'll soon burn out. Rather than wasting effort on a temporary issue, they shift their focus to the next obstacle to get ahead of the game so that when everybody else finally jumps on board, they're already moved on to the next challenge. 
Next, adaptable people are curious. Without curiosity, there is no adaptability. Adaptable people learn and keep learning. Curiosity enables growth. It pulls you along as opposed to willpower, which pushes you forward. Mm, interesting. Let me repeat that. Curiosity enables growth. It pulls you along as opposed to willpower, which pushes you forward. Willpower only lasts so long as you like being pushed. Let me say that again. Willpower only lasts as long as you like being pushed. So ask yourself, does anybody like being pushed? Mm, I don't think so. Next, adaptable people adapt. How's that for defining a definition with its own definition? <laughs> and next up, adaptable people stay current. If you want to adapt to change, you must know what to adapt to and why it's important. Communication is at the heart of everything we do. And adaptable people realize the impact their words, tone, and body language have on others, which is why they plug and play according to the personalities involved. And may I might add, as a slight plug in this nice list laid out so effortlessly, <laughs> Motivation Suite actually has a communication series that talks about different areas about, you guessed it, communication, that I think is pretty helpful to always keep readily at the forefront. And it helps you to navigate those complex situations and maybe not so complex situations, but nevertheless makes your day-to-day -day easier when you are trying to work out things for resolve, um, happiness, compromise, whatever the case may be. It also gives you an opportunity to really take note of how you actually interact with individuals, the tone that you use, how that affects individuals. You know, you never know what type of tone of voice you may be utilizing could trigger someone in a negative way or it could trigger in a positive way, but most cases when your wrong tone is being used, it usually has adverse effects. So I would definitely, definitely recommend the communication series. It's a great series with a few parts in there that gives, I think, some real helpful tips of reminder and thought and consideration for how we interact with one another. All right, so next up, adaptable people see systems. No, not systems of stars or galaxies. <laughs> what I mean is adaptable people see the entire forest rather than just a few trees. They have to, otherwise they would lack the repertoire of context from which they base their decisions on to adapt. So being able to see what's that saying, the forest from the trees is, I think, pretty connected into that particular sign there. Being able to kind of see a bit of a outlier of how things could look or how you would want them to look if you move in different ways is a great way of knowing exactly how to adapt to a particular situation. Now, mind you, there's no cut way of doing that. Sometimes you can see the path very clearly, you know, but sometimes there's going to be some things that might pop up in and out around that path that you may not expect. So being able to at least give yourself some bit of a framework, I would say, to looking at things and a forward movement thought will be very helpful in uh, ascertaining when you need to make that move. You know, that duck and move kind of thing or stick and move, I think is what it is. <laughs> stick and move, right? 
but definitely the essence of that is to continue to keep moving forward because you don't want your obstacles naturally or those things that kind of pestily get in the way to stop you from what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Next up, adaptable people open their minds. If you're not willing to listen to others' points of view, then you'll be limited in your own thinking. Well, isn't that something? <laughs> now, of course, this means you'll also be limited to your own adaptability. The more context you have, the more choices that position you toward change. Now, I would probably just add a little bit of an element of the concept of when you're only moving in a position where sometimes you're the only voice in the room. And I'm not saying that, you know, you want to get yourself bogged down with a bunch of different opinions and such, right? You need to be able to uh, discern from what is information that you need to take in to keep moving you forward. Sometimes you do have to block out certain things that are said to you um, if it does not really uh, fortify you in a way to move forward, right? Because we are our... Um, best advocate, honestly, and we know ourselves. Sometimes it's good to be able to talk with individuals about certain aspects of what you're doing um, when you may feel that you might need a little bit of advice. You know, don't be afraid of being able to hear different point of views. Now, let's not mix that up with listening to every single person every single time about every single thing, right? You have to be able to discern for yourself what is important information for you to take in and what is important information for you to set aside. Because if it's not um, benefiting you in a way that helps serve you to doing what you need to do because you already have mapped out what you want to do, then those are the things that you may not want to spend so much time uh, focusing on, right? And in the same breath, it is very helpful that for people that you trust and their opinions, um, and you don't have to lay out your entire framework of everything that you're doing, that's not necessary. Um, but if you do come to places where you might want to get a, diff a little bit of a different opinion, just to make sure that you are still right on the target that you want, um, it's always a great thing. And also, it's also helpful when you are able to intake information that might help better um, position you. Right, because there might be some things that you might not have thought about that could actually be helpful. And then you can actually just put that right into the formula and keep it moving. So, you know, those are the things that I feel that's really important is, you know, listening to the information that really is gonna be most beneficial to you. Now, doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be the exact thing you want to hear, <laughs> right? But, you know, just be sensible and mindful of what that information is. So yeah, I just, that's one thing that just came to mind with thinking about that sign. It looks like here we have one last sign and that is adaptable people know what they stand for. Uh-huh, yes, very important. The choice to change isn't an easy one. However, neither is the choice to remain the same. Whew, let me repeat that. The choice to change isn't an easy one, however, Neither is the choice to remain the same. Choosing to adapt to something new and forego the old requires a strong understanding of personal values. Remember that. You may hear that somehow remnants in a future episode. <laughs> Knowing what's important to you and what isn't that cajoles you along the pathway of adaptability. Mm, pretty powerful, isn't it? Some really great signs there. 
absolutely wonderful to kind of read through those and just check in with yourself on that aspect. And again, that was from Forbes.com, 14 Signs of an Adaptable Person. So lovely people, there you have it. I would surmise that effectively executing the useful ways shared earlier helps you tremendously in navigating through the sometime murky waters of adaptability. Now I would say that when you have placed yourself in the mode of using tools to better become adaptable to the ever-changing ways of life, it emboldens you in a way for successfully overcoming simple and or complex situations on a reoccurring basis. Also, I would note that an underlining layer of adaptability is addressing challenges and the beauty of addressing challenges effectively will most certainly build upon your strength of mindset and character. Because at its foundational point, handling adversity with grace, empathy, compassion, honesty, and ethically makes you a stronger force, earning you credibility and respect. So as we look more into the area of challenges, I want to give some focus on how challenges can actually make you stronger. Firstly, challenges inspire creativity. I feel this shows up in our ability to come up with different ways to addressing an issue. Thinking outside of the box becomes a valuable tactic in addressing problems for resolve and looking at elements that need change can spark unity of others to assist as well. Secondly, challenges simply make you stronger and this is done so by building up your confidence and allows for better decision making along with helping to quell your fears by affording you the ability to truly put them in perspective and supporting your efforts for addressing them. Thirdly, challenges keep you humble. As I have shared in past communication, being grateful most always has to remain at the forefront of your psyche. Knowing circumstances and issues can always be worse should really keep you connected to the many things you can find to be grateful for, whether big or small. Being humble can also give you an honest assessment of your capabilities and the efforts that you may have to take action on for effective resolve of issues. And I would also like to add that being humble also give you the permission you need to give yourself to know when you should ask for help and applicable resources in order to help you effectively provide issue resolve. And lastly, challenges heighten your achievements. You see, the basic theme here is the more you're able to successfully address issues and overcome them, the more you will feel the essence of achievement. Besides, most of us may agree that the harder you work or the more diligent you are or the more effort you direct to a situation makes you appreciate the positive results and make the elements of success that much sweeter, thereby enhancing the concept of overcoming to the levels of a positive state of being versus a scary notion. 
The LinkedIn article titled Facing Challenges Makes You Stronger provides a great sharing of this area as well. Well, everyone, that about does it for today's episode. I think it was a meaty one, don't you? But nevertheless, I hope you enjoyed and found it helpful for increased awareness of the many ways to look at adapting and overcoming. And of course, I would love to know your thoughts around the concept of the ability to adapt and overcome. So drop me a comment. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would truly appreciate a like. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and join the community by following the Motivation Suite podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can also keep up with Motivation Suite on Instagram at Motivate Inspire Mentor by joining Motivation Suite Community Facebook group and by Twitter at Sweet Motivation, that's S-U-I-T-E, Motivation. And also, don't forget to check me out with Motivation Suite with April YouTube channel and subscribe and turn on the all notification bell so you never miss an upload. And if you know anyone else that would enjoy the content of all things in the arena of motivation, inspiration, and mentorship, please feel free to share about Motivation Suite podcast and the number of ways to come along on this journey because I simply would love to have you and them as part of the community. And with that, I wish you a positively productive rest of your week. And until next time, be safe and take care.